Hey everyone, Joe here from Modern Heathen Man, coming to you live from my new house. Here with my wife today, Kelly. Hello. And we're going to treat this like a talk show today and just talk. Um, I didn't pick a topic, I just wanted to get back in the groove of doing these and getting them done at least once a week, so we can start doing that. Um, the move for us has been a little hectic. Uh, we've had to do some stuff here and do some stuff there. No internet for a while. Other stuff going on. Just You guys know what it's like when you have a move. Everything wants to fall apart on you right away. Um, we've had to put down two of our dogs over the last three months. And just other stuff that's going on. Yeah, that's, I think you had talked about Jack before. Yeah. So we had to put down Dizzy the other day. And it's just been one thing after the other to get back in the groove of doing stuff. And I'm hoping things have calmed down a little bit now and we can actually get in the groove of doing stuff and um, get back to doing our podcast weekly at least um, for now. So with that said, what do you want to talk about today? I don't know. You kind of sprung this on me. so. Okay. Well, I'm <laughs> thinking about, um, I want to talk a little bit about the yard. We have a big okay. old yard now. We have almost a full acre of land available and to us so now. it's so pretty. It is. Um, I want to build a couple of specific things back here. I've already built our little fire circle, um, which I talked about before. And the altar piece under yeah. the one tree. Yeah, I have the altar piece under the one tree. I'm going to change that up, though, I'm thinking, because we keep driving by it. So I may move that over someplace else and build a, a better stone altar someplace else. We and... have this really cool um, evergreen tree in the backyard, and I don't know how it grew like this, but the bark on it is like in a spiral. It's actually a cedar. Is it a cedar? Yeah, it's a cedar tree. They well, I know it's an here. evergreen. Yeah, they do that here. So. But it, it grew kind of like the, the whole trunk of the tree. It's a spiral. It's like really a cool. spiral. Yeah. And it's just beautiful. So with that said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to put some posts in the ground and do some um, gods, like do Odin and Thor and a couple different gods throughout that I like to carve. I like to carve the wood and create gods and put them up and stuff. And... Um, a couple of other things going on is um, I want to build a couple different gardens. I want to do an ancestor's garden, an Einherjar garden, and a garden for the gods, and a garden for, you know, other stuff. So um, plant those up specifically or to specific gods. I think that would be really cool. I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, big holiday coming up, what is? What's uh, the next one? Oh, Star is coming up in about star is coming a week up, and yeah. a half. No, so, not even. Yeah, all of our Christian friends are getting ready for Easter, and we're getting ready for Ostara, so we can um, celebrate that. We just got finished celebrating a feast day, which is, um, oh, what's his name, um, Ragnar Lothbrok Day. Um, so if you guys celebrate that, we just got done celebrating that. That was a couple weekends ago. It's just a feast day and a remembrance day for him, mm -hmm. um, for the expansion, I guess, of the Viking world. You know, due to him, and then everybody else went exploring after him. But yeah, um, other than that, there's not much else going on for us. I've taken on a new practice. Um, so by the day, you know, we have you know Sunni day, Mani day, or Sunna day, Mani day, um, Tears day, Odin's day, Thor's day, yeah, Freya's day. Today. Um, yeah, I went through Odin, and I forgot we were rushed to get out of the house. But what I've been doing is putting um, the marks for each of the gods on my hand, on my left hand, and writing their name across um, where my, between my thumb and my index finger. Um, so it denotes the day of what it is. And, you know, people see that and they ask me about it, and I just tell them what it is. 
it's a real so we we found this really cool tool for doing this um i don't know if you're familiar with them or not we found these body mark pens i think that's what they're called yeah they're sharpie markers that are specifically meant for drawing like temporary, temporary tattoos, tattoos on yeah. your body and so they last a day or two um with some scrubbing or some alcohol you can get them off within a, an hour or so but you can do this every day or do sigils on you or something that means something for you protection, protection or something rooms, like that yeah. um, on or something specific for that day on you and it's really just a cool thing to do you can, you don't even have to have to do it like joe does where it's visible you could do it somewhere where it's not visible yeah yeah um, do it on your on your thigh or your leg or you know somewhere that you you know it's there and the gods know it's there but nobody else has to know exactly i mean if you're one of those um i don't mean to say i mean don't misunderstand what i said one of those closet you know heathens that maybe are not comfortable yet letting everybody know that you're heathen or if you just want to keep it to yourself in all honesty you could do that and have it there for you you do have something new though that you can talk about your new new tattoo tattoo. yeah i got a I got a beautiful bind rune tattoo that was done up for me um, by the people in Iceland, um, the Asatru church there, and he sent it back to me as my protection rune, so I went ahead and had that uh, put on my left leg, right down by my calf, so at this point, it's the only visible tattoo I own, and that's only if I'm wearing shorts, (laughs) if I'm wearing pants, nobody gets to see it, so I'm looking at doing a couple other tattoos, I have about 10 tattoos in the line that I really want to do. Um, that have to do with Asatru and just me, like bears and crows and ravens and some other stuff. The big one I really want done, though, is the one on my back. I really want that. That would be so cool. I want a big old Viking ship and a storm on my back. You might have to go back to Sean so he can chew the hair off your back so you can get it done. (laughs) We had a guy who's a tattoo artist, too. I have a really big back if you ever meet me. And um, he wanted to tattoo my back for a piece that he wanted to do for a contest. And, uh, you know, we're joking, and I was like, yeah, but who's going to shave my back? I can't shave my back. And, you know, his his thing was like, oh, I'll gnaw the hair off your back on my teeth if you let me put the tattoo back there. So, you know, I was laughing and stuff, and it's just a ongoing joke between the family. He's going to gnaw the hair off my back to put a tattoo back there. So, but I didn't know what I wanted back then, and it just was a blank billboard, if you will. That's how big my back is, so. He, yeah. what he, he wanted to do the Lord's Supper on your back. Yeah, yeah, to, I was like, no, nah, I don't know if I want that. So, <laughs> I'd really like to get a, a Viking ship back there and a storm maybe and some other stuff going on. I don't know. I haven't fully decided what I'd like to get back there, but it would be a really big one if I get it done. Um, there's a couple I'd like for my forearms. Um, I already have a hammer. I already have a, a Vegas here. I need to get a Vulcanot and some other stuff, but yeah. So, I have a couple tattoos in the works that I want to do. Um, what do you have? You have a hammer? You have... I have my hammer. I have my gargoyle protection one now. Yep. Um, those are about the only Norse-related tattoos I have. Yep. So, but with that said, that's what I'm doing there. Um, we're preparing the yard for having um, some get-togethers, so I will let you guys know we do that, so whoever is in the area can just come down and get together. I'm continuing to make mead. Um, I have, I still have quite a few gallons of mead there. I'm waiting for the summer to be over now, and uh, won't be making my mead until summer's totally over because it gets too hot to make mead in the uh, summer. 
So in the south start... and in the U.S. South and yeah, <laughs> we're already sitting at eighty degree days and it's March. And we're like, yeah. yeah. So we're already not happy with the degrees. So um, I gotta wait till fall hits again and I'll be able to start up my uh, mead making. So I have plenty of mead for the summer, just in the house waiting. Got to bottle it up and stuff and. Some of it's been sitting there for over a year now. Yeah, I know that's what I want though. It's, you know, it's got to be a year old. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'll be doing a wedding hopefully in August in Jacksonville. That'll be fun. Oh, um, big old thing here is, okay, let me talk about this for a little bit. One of the biggest things that I've been saying for years, like three years now, if not four, is that we need to come up with a unified ideal of what we believe trained clergy to be. Um, with that said... You know, if I joined the Asatra community, which is TAC, you know, known as that, um, and I get my credentials from them as a Gothi, and then I go from TAC to the Troth, the Troth does not recognize TAC's Gothi training program, and vice versa, if I were to go from the Troth to TAC, they don't recognize their program either. Now, the problem I come up with is, in the Christian world, if I have a degree from the Catholics to be a reverend, and I become a Protestant, all of a sudden, I have the same credentials I did because they show that I went to school to become a reverend, and I finished the stuff for that. You know, I'm not saying we have to start sending people to school, but what I'm saying is we need to come up with an ideal idea of what we consider to be a trained Godar, um, whether it be man or woman. With that put together, I, maybe about a year ago, maybe about a year and a half ago, I put together a really in-depth basic program of what I went through as a Gothi on a monthly basis and what I had to put up with and what I had to, you know, the hurdles I had to meet and everything else to get over, the questions I had from people, the lack of understanding of certain things, and I put that together and I put that into... A format of like a year's worth of learning so you know it can be spread out longer but I did it in a one-year program you know I could spread it out to a two-year program or a five-year program to be honest with you I mean as slow as you want to go you can go or as fast as you want to go you basically can go as long as you can answer the questions now I don't know if I'm ready to let that out yet let that in the public let it out to whoever because it's a really in-depth thing that I come up with. And I, I've worked really hard on it to try and get it to where you'd basically face what you face as a Gothi in the real world and then some. So I'm working on trying to get a couple places to take this and begin working with it and become the standard for Gothar training, if you will. Um, now, obviously... Don't get me wrong when I say this because I can't come up with every little scenario that'll possibly ever pop up. But for the most part, I think I've gotten a pretty good grasp on what would go on or what would happen as a Gothar for you. Well, and it also tests your knowledge on what you know about the the right. foundations of our, our mythologies yeah. and everything else, too. So it's not just somebody saying, yeah, I know what was going on. No, it's more about I have some knowledge of 
our religion. I have some knowledge of our faith. I have right. some knowledge of what we uh, what we believe and how we believe and what we do for it. And you know, everybody has their own way of believing, but there still needs to be some kind of knowledge base for mm-hmm. being a Gothar. Right. And again, it's not like I'm saying I'm the end-all, be-all. It's not that. But what I am saying is we need to come up with a basic understanding of what we consider trained Gothar. The other thing is, um, within this program, it's not made to make you feel dumb. It's not created like that. What it is, is it's created to make you begin to search and look for answers. And as you do so, get you into that groove of doing this, of looking for those answers, trying to find those pieces and not necessarily being right or wrong all the time just even learning something new something exciting something you may not have known about um you know in the in the path that we're on i mean like i'll give you for instance one of the things talks about innengarten or utergarten you know most people don't understand that we have our inside area and then we have the outside area of our, not only our religion, but our actual space that we live in, and each thing is different. I mean, the, the whites and the, the different um, things that we have in our, in our inner garden is different than what we have in our outer garden, you know, and they're more mischievous in the outer garden, or they may be more mischievous in the inner garden, and it makes you begin to meditate on them and learn of them and begin to understand them a little bit deeper because they're part of our path. And they're an intricate part of our path because they mean a lot to us. And most people don't even realize what that is. I mean, another thing is frith. I mean, to even begin to understand frith and meditate on it and begin to truly understand it. But where I was going with this originally was um, I have a friend who's taken on the idea that they're moving far enough away from us that they would like to start their own kindred. And they've come to me and asked me if I would train them to be a Gothi or a Gothar. And I said, yes, I'd do that. And I would send them this program, and they'd be the first to actually take the program specifically for a year long and work with it. So the syllabus I created could, you know, just go for a year. And then I just, the part I haven't come up with is how to grade what's going on or how to interact with what's going on because I don't want it to be just something where you kind of just answer a few questions and you say okay well now I'm a go and it shouldn't work that way but the but the what you came up with I don't think has that either no there's a lot of because I've started working on it and I've kind of stopped because I've been busy and life has just gone in a different direction for me right now but um it wasn't a pass or fail thing it was testing the knowledge and it wasn't a multiple choice thing either no there's no multiple choice it's you know very specific on what it asks so one of the things is is write your own ritual and stuff like that and i'm Mm -hmm. like i don't i don't have any clue how to do this and uh fortunately when i started this the whole there was something that came up that i was able to write a ritual on the spot Mm -hmm. and had everybody observe it yep so, I mean, it's nice because it's it's just a program that I'm working with. Now I just got to get somebody to take it. And I got to get a couple people to agree with it, to understand that this is where, you know, the future lies and knowing 
that we can have a unified Gothar program where it's recognized many different places as appropriate and what is needed, and then we have those trained Gothar going from there into the world to do the things that we need to do as a Satcher or heathen. Well, one of the things I think it'll help out with is um, our military. Mm-hmm with having something that's a good foundation for chaplains and stuff to be able to expand what they know and their knowledge base so they can reach out to other, to people of our faith as well Mm. as whatever faith they are as well. It'll give them something to reach towards or something too. Now, I had a guy come to me and say, oh, but there's so many different types of Satru. You know, there's this type, there's that type, there's this type, there's the tribalist, there's the universalist, there's the folkish. There's... And I said, yes, I understand all that, but the basic knowledge is there for all of them, you know. And, you know, I always go back to Christianity. The basic idea of Jesus is there in Christianity, yet all of them differ in one way or another from each other. But you can go to one school and be recognized in another, so... Again, we just need a unified idea of what we want to put together. So I started working with somebody and trying to train, train them to be a Gothar and train them mm-hmm. and bring them up. So it may meld the program a little bit and may change some stuff. But in the end, um, if it works well, they would be a very well-trained Gothar and the program will have succeeded. So I want to see where that goes from there. So Summertime's coming and... Um, plan on doing a lot more outdoors because now we have yeah. the space and stuff um like we said we we've got almost a full acre of land now um one of the things the kids have been getting back to um being more involved in our religion in fact i didn't even tell you this the other day when we finally got our internet up and running and everything going um my older son asked for an image of Thor to put up on their bedroom wall. Nice. So, yeah, the kids have gotten back into archery. and I, I Yeah, know the really kids have gotten really into archery. Yeah. Um, our nine-year-old is begging to come home and play with his new bow. And they actually have three bows three yeah. bows right now. Um, they've got a really simplistic um, recurve bow. And then they've got a compound bow. And they've got one that they can transition to. And yeah. my younger son's really taken to it and really loves it and comes out here and practices 15, 20 minutes a day. Yep, easy. Um, and just has gone crazy with it. So, and he loves shooting our little twenty-two rifle and stuff. But he's really, really taken to archery, and we are so happy about that. He wants to go hunting with me, and I told him he's getting a little bit better with his archery, and then we could go hunting. But yeah, so the kids have taken back to archery and stuff, which is really nice. Um, We've got some trees to put in the backyard that mm-hmm. we're so excited about. We've got some cypress trees and some cedar trees and some white oak some, some white oaks cold, and yeah. some birch trees birch which trees i'm really and, super excited about and some um and some crab apples right and then um cedar yeah i said cedar oh, did you say yeah. cedar okay yeah and some cedar as well so but we're, we're excited to have because we do have like a little grove of trees in the one back corner of the yard and uh kiernan found a snakeskin back there the other day remember that's right yeah yes. he was so excited about that yep so that's about all I have to talk about today. Like I said, I just want to get back in the groove of doing this. Um, I don't know what else I, I'd like to say. I think that's I've covered about all the bases that I want to cover today. Yeah, this is kind of just an update on what's been going on with us because yeah. we've just been we've just been so hectic and crazy with this. I mean, our move took like two weeks, but it's all the unpacking and all the getting, getting, getting back, the trash and getting, getting back stuff, yeah. into the groove and getting back into a 
a set routine. And plus, we've been back and forth to uh, Jacksonville a few times in the last yeah, few months, um, helping people get set up with their new lives and things like that. So uh, it's been a little, little bit rough for the past couple months. It has, definitely. So I want to say thank you all for joining us for Modern Heathen Man today. Um, hopefully, well, I should say I should talk to you next week. I will talk to you next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll make it a point to call it to, to talk to you guys like once a week now or yeah. something. Um, what I want to do is while I'm down in Jacksonville, I might do a podcast from there um, just for you guys to hear what's going on with some other um, heathen friends and stuff like that, which would really be cool. So mm-hmm. um, we'll go from there. And I want to thank you all for listening to me. I want to thank you all for the kind words that have been said to me. I know you all miss me, and I apologize for that. Um, when I get back next week, we'll start going over some topics and stuff like that again. Um, I want to really stick with this podcast being for the new person, the person just getting in, or the person just you know learning to be a Satru. One of the things that I disliked so much when I first got into Satru was finding a place to fit was so hard. So I want to keep this as a place where new people can come to, seasoned people can come to and those that are halfway between the two can still come to and listen have a good time and have some input so i want to thank you all for listening to me and tell you all to have a wonderful day so grab yourself a horn grab yourself a cup grab grab yourself yourself a mug grab yourself some mead some some cider or some water and today definitely grab some water because it's pretty hot so um thanks again and have a great day guys bye guys